Hello, all you slut enthusiasts, fellow sluts and perverts. Welcome to the Slut Next Door podcast, and I am your slut next door. I am a taboo phone sex operator, audio porn creator, and just an overall slut who wants to talk about being a slut, kinks, fetishes, and all the dirty things that hide inside of our head. On today's episode, I bring back Nick the pervert, the pervert that's totally normal, but also super perverted. I wanted to dig deeper into the blasphemy kink. What makes blasphemy and sex and porn so fucking hot? Nick helps me unpack blasphemy kink, and we have a really interesting and hot conversation. I want to say a special thank you to my Patreon producers, L, Robert, Moondogger, Hale Murder Cube, BR, Brent, Sarb, Patrick, and Landon. Your support is so appreciated. Do you want to support your favorite slut next door? Check out patreon.com slash the slut next door. One of the benefits of becoming a Patreon is hearing the uncensored after hours bonus episodes. And this week I'm posting an audio where I kind of give an improv blasphemy kink audio. It's going to be super hot and sinful. And here is the episode. I am joined with a guest today that has already been on the pod, uh, Nick the pervert that I talked to before. Hi, Nick. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> what? Do you remember the episode number that yours was? I could look I, it up, but... Yeah, I think I might have been in the low single digits or the high single digits. Yeah. So yeah, we talked about last time how you are a total pervert, but totally normal. And that episode, I think, hit really well with the podcast audience. So I had to have you back on. I am so happy to be back. (laughs) It was great. I had such a good time at our last conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really good conversation and it needs to be talked about. And so today we are going to shine a light on blasphemy kink. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> so let's start with this first. Um, I pulled a definition online that kind of explained what blasphemy is as a kink. So it says blasphemy as a kink involves taking the Judeo, am I saying that right? Judeo Christian yep. God's name in vain or other forms of sacrilegious behavior as means of becoming aroused sexually. This can be accomplished with multiple forms of blasphemous behavior and is commonly associated with acts of blasphemy being performed during sexual intercourse. So with that being said, Nick, how do you define blasphemy? Yeah. Um, that is interesting. It is, I think, a um, it, it, apart from just being a kink, it's kind of like a concept with a lot of different definitions. I would say mine is very functional. Um, I would define it as any action that disrespects God or religion. Um, that piece, um, that disrespect piece, is at the real core of, of the whole thing. <laughs> You naughty boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That is also at the core of the whole thing. (laughs) So what what you're saying is that just disrespect to religion and God or a God is a blasphemous, would you say blasphemous kink or just blasphemous period? Well, I think it's, yeah, this is where it gets kind of weird, right? Because (laughs) when I came, uh, for some people, like, swearing or cursing is blasphemy, right? When I moved to America, 
um, I discovered that for some people, saying hell is considered blasphemy. <laughs> because, I don't know, that's where Satan lives. <laughs> um, and uh, I was so baffled. I, I will get to my, like, I was had a very religious uh, upbringing. But, so it, it really does stretch depending on who you're talking to. Um, mm-hmm. But so in, in terms of like how I roll in terms of the sexual part or just regular blasphemy, it's like, yeah, if you're disrespecting God or if you're disrespecting religion, that, mm-hmm. that will, that fits pretty well. Yeah. So tell us how you became aware <laughs> of your fascination with blasphemy. Yeah. Um, okay. I am, uh, I hail from New Zealand and um, we lived in this big sort of spooky old house in New Zealand. And uh, my Irish Catholic grandmother lived with us in the house and she was, you know, it, she was almost stereotypical with how Catholic she was. And there were scary Jesus pictures everywhere. (laughs) The kind with the eyes that really seemed to follow you, you know, (laughs) they'd be designed that way. Um, And sometimes Jesus would be like, I I swear this is true. Holding out his, you know, his internal organs, he will have pulled out his heart and was like offering it to you. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Like, this is like apparently a really popular image. Jesus is like, hey, here's my heart. Um, (laughs) And so those images are just alarming and kind of ominous and scary anyway. Um, But then when you're getting like a lot of, uh, you know, just kind of weird sort of uh, Catholic dogma mixed in with it it it, it's that stuff starts that imagery starts having power even as i describe it to you you know it's so funny i mean i like to sort of poke fun at it but there is a part of me a little six-year-old boy part of me that is still very afraid of that image Mm. and i have to ask is it the typical image where okay the artists that usually paint jesus he's hot <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he's he's not an ugly Jesus. All right. <laughs> like what he's is that? Also, he's also not a non-white <laughs> Jesus. He, <laughs> he looks like he's from Connecticut. Um <laughs> just hasn't had a shave or a haircut for a while. <laughs> and and totally works out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, he's got an eight pack. Um <laughs> So you were saying, okay, so the images from your grandmother growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're, they're very, and, and they just kind of follow you around. You know, it's like in the house, especially when I was a little boy at night, this is going to sound really like uh, almost unbelievable, but we didn't have a toilet in the house, um, even though it was a big house, but there was a little, like separate from the house, outhouse You'd have to go out of the back door, walk like under the stars for like 10 steps, and then there would be this outhouse. And it was, had plumbing and everything. But again, it's like eight, you know, 11 at night, and you're, you have to walk down this tunnel of like creepy Jesuses who <laughs> 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 go out of the freaking pitch black. Mm. But, you know, I just started getting really scared of. <laughs> Like, to me, Jesus in particular is way more frightening than comforting, which is, you know, kind of the opposite effect, I think, that they're going for. But I I was always just like, oh, I don't. And and the more sort of, like, friendly pictures I'd see of him, I'd I'd look at him like, "Eh, he looks like he's trying to offer me candy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't (laughs) So yeah, so those images, you know, with him pulling out organs, I guess is to, do you think those were created to like instill a, like respect from people like fear me? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. No, I, I think that's exactly it. I mean, again, I, I there's a lot of really awesome stuff in um, the Bible and the old and new, really interesting writing and stories and the 
Jesus of the New Testament is so not about making people fear him. You know what I mean? He's all about being buds with people and being respectful of, you know, the disrespected. But, you know, religions aren't made by gods, right? Religions are made by people, and those people often like to sort of use those things as a way of, you know, making a bunch of money (laughs) (laughs) you know i've been to the vatican it's like it's like it is insane um and you know i don't i i think they sort of believe this stuff i think they you know i I believe you know they're they're conditioned to but i don't know man religion just seems like a in general to be a really messed up way of okay let me put it this way i'm not um I'm not an atheist. I believe there's all kinds of interesting, mysterious things out there, or spiritual things. But religion is all to me is concerned with like placing itself as an intermediary between me and those actual things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, no, you, I'm sorry, you can't touch the infinite yourself. You have to come to mass every Sunday. Yeah. Yep. Yes, that's my thing with with religion. It's like I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> Like, uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm so with you on that. <laughs> and, no, I mean, but the the big part for me is um, just like you're saying, the going to church. Like, mm. why, why does that define me as a religious person if I just show up in this in this place, you know, every week and yeah. uh, go through the motions? that you right. want me to go through. Um, yeah. Um, anyways. No, no, no. I think you're really onto it here. Um, for real. Uh, is In that at a certain point, if you're, you know, if you're intellectually honest with yourself and you start looking at religion, like, Oh, this is theater. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. like there's all these sort of rituals and there's a man up on a stage and he's wearing different clothes and he's mm. doing things with his hands. It's like, it's, I'm not even critiquing it. It's just, that's what it is. Yeah. And, um, and, and I, I think that for me, when I was like 17 and I sort of became, I just sort of leveled up, I think, you know, and I was <laughs> like, Oh, this is just stupid. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> and, you know, then I was just like angry. I was angry at religion. And oh, I got our um, senior class sort of in trouble because I, uh, th- we were supposed to be doing this like presentation to uh, the school. It was a Catholic school. We were um, taught by actual monks. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, but I I uh, organized and wrote the uh, like presentation we were giving to the kids, and it was this was like in the uh, sort of early '80s when Devo was really popular, and um, we did the uh, Jesus getting whipped, uh, the thirty nine lashes, but to the tune of uh, "Whip It" by Devo. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. When, when the Messiah comes along, you must whip him. You know, and <laughs> and it was it was like it's adorable. I, it was adorable, and I got into trouble for it. And like uh, Brother Sisson, the uh, headmaster, like talked to my mom about it, and I was loving it. You know what I mean? There's something about giving that sort of unmasked Wizard of Oz. You know what I mean? The finger. <laughs> And going, oh, you're just, you're just a circus, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'm not trying to offend anyone listening. Maybe I am. Um, but, it, <laughs> but it is, it, you know, that's part of the juice for me is just like, you know, giving the middle finger to something that doesn't deserve it but also demands this unwarranted respect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. Um, you know, we talk about taboo kinks on the pod all the time and, you know, being a lover, a taboo, anything that I yeah. think will make someone blush, 
or be shocked or right. disgusted. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Watch Steer it. into that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So in this and blasphemy kink is just really, I mean, when you think about religious, hardcore religious people, oh my goodness gracious, <laughs> what they would say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And and which is kind of for me, it's that's not the sort of heart of it, but it's kind of like a fun side turn on. You know, mm-hmm. it's just going, oh my God, what would my grandmother say if she saw me <laughs> wiping up my ejaculate with pages from the Bible? <laughs> oh it wouldn't God. be it wouldn't be happy thoughts. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh boy. Sorry. So, no, it's great. Um, yeah. Now, do you remember the first time that you truly became sexually aroused by something blasphemous? Yeah, it's so weird that you say this because it's right back at the start where I was telling you a little six, I think maybe a couple of years on from that, I was like seven or eight. And there was this movie that I shouldn't have been allowed to watch, but it was called The Brotherhood of Satan. You know, already oh. I'm like, this is interesting. And, um, <laughs> you know, you had my curiosity, now you have my attention. And it 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 just had a lot of people, it was about devil worshippers, and they were just saying the fucking most... In, like they were just like cursing God and telling Satan how much they loved him. And like, I literally remember being eight years old and I don't think I had an erection, but whatever, it was like the first time I felt my sexuality in that way. Like, mm. it was like, why does this feel good? Mm. This is like evil. And you know, this is not right. You know? So <laughs> then of course my problem was <laughs> that, I was being told that if I had any feelings like that, that was the devil talking. Mm. So then my eight-year-old was like, oh, no, I'm, you know, I'm being, you know, the devil is, like, testing me to see if he can. So then I would, like, be stressed because I swear this is true. I would, like, lie in bed at night and um, say prayers for, like, hours because I had these feelings and that they felt like they were pulling me toward the darkness, <laughs> but it was just sexuality. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just yeah. like, I get turned on by this sexy lady saying bad devil words, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but for real, I like, I look back at myself. I visualize myself like under those sheets, mm-hmm. just so frightened. And I just feel sorry for that kid. You know what I mean? Um, You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, dude. But again, that juice, there's so much sort of nervous energy in it. Turning that around so then I can play with that disrespect as well and Mm -hmm. just say or do really, really disrespectful things to that whole belief system. That's Mm -hmm. a, a really powerful sort of fuel for me. Yeah. Yeah, the poor little kid. He's just sitting there being like, I don't want to go to the lake of fire. <laughs> exactly. I want to go to where these sexy ladies are saying bad devil words. <laughs> so let's uh, move into, you know, nowadays um, with the world of porn. Yes. What? <laughs> what are Go some? On. <laughs> what are some common ways people explore blasphemy, kink, and in, in porn, or perhaps even in you know their their kinky journeys? It really feels like there's a huge. It's real obvious to say there's a real spectrum, right? There's a lot of women that um that that make porn. Some of it like hot porn i guess where they are just like they know that a crucifix is you know 
there's something there's power to that. And so they're like, you know what? I'm going to jam this up my vagina. We'll see what happens there. And people like me are like, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> that's the bottom level, right? And then there are people that are like making more interesting uh, sort of porn where they're, they're conceptually exploring, you know, the kind of weird belief system and and really, you know, having dark ideas. Um, and that I always find that, you know, also really sexy. But again, mm-hmm. still gotta, gotta admit, I'm a sucker to a crucifix being used as a dildo. I'm yeah. a simple man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I know, because I've seen them like uh, lots of women wear some sexy nun type outfits. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes no i mean sorry i just i was bad i just kind of swooned um i um, yeah big fan of uh, anything to do with nuns just because well i was taught by nuns too um and there is just such a weird vibe a weird vibe of it, what it is is just repressed sexuality around nuns and also priests which you know read the newspaper kids it doesn't work out good for the people that you know uh become brides or, or you know husbands of christ um you know the system you know and i just remember you know it being really obvious to me um just in the way that there were some uh the brothers that taught me it was like oh that guy is I can tell he's attracted to some of the guys in my class, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I could see that at play with um, some of the nuns too, which is really weird. And it's just like, again, it's, there's, it's a, it's such a cool outfit and can be so sexualized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just freaking perfect. And you've got mm-hmm. that kind of headdress, the wimple, you know, it's just, and then, you know, you got maybe you have a little cross i mean just begging to be inverted and turned upside down <laughs> something so sexy and easily blasphemable about the nun mm. so. yeah and then would you call this blasphemy there's um you know i've seen porn where it's um you know featuring woman and uh, i can't think of the name uh but islamic woman and oh yeah hijabs thank you um, would you call that blasphemy? I would. Um, you know, I think that's the thing, you know, when we were trying to zone in at the beginning talking about definitions, it's like, well, yeah, you know, that our Judeo-Christian God is is in there. And I guess you could call, um, you know, Islam an Abrahamic religion and that it comes from the sort of same tree, but that doesn't quite fit. Um, and yet, you know... <laughs> I have gotten off watching um, some, you know, blasphemous to the Koran porn videos. And it's interesting because it's like, huh, why is this turning me on? (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's just like, well, I'm not personally offended, but I know (laughs) there are other people that are so offended (laughs) by this. I kind of like it. (laughs) Yeah. I, it's like think, first cousin once removed. <laughs> I think there has to be something about, you know, it's kind of like the nine and then the woman and the hijibs. Um, they're these women that are supposed to be celibate and right. completely non-sexual. So, right. oh, and then you've got the whole um, Mormon woman side of porn. That, that's huge, too. Right. Um, I think what you're getting at is the concept of modesty, mm-hmm. particularly for women. Like, you know, the, like all the, the kind of through line for all that you were just saying, like Islam or even fundamentalist Christians and Mormons is like, there's this whole weird thing about female modesty. Like, let's put them in a beekeeper outfit or make them wear special underwear or, you know what I mean? <laughs> and seeing that fucked with, mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, sorry. I think I interrupted you. I no 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 you didn't yeah no you're hit you're hitting on where i was trying to go but i wasn't sure but (laughs) yeah i think i think that has to be a big um thread for a lot of people is just seeing these uh as you say modest woman uh being sexualized um it's taboo it's wrong and 
hot. <laughs> it is hot. And it's just like, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, I can just, I know how, you know, like turned on I get just as a regular human that masturbates on the regular, right? <laughs> like, it could be overwhelming sometimes. If I was a person whose lifestyle said that I couldn't even masturbate, mm-hmm. what I, I think it would just make me crazy. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I think happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, don't touch the button. <laughs> We're going to touch right. the button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's already over. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to blasphemy, is offending religious people part of the kink, do you think? Well, yeah, I think it's I think it's adjacent. You know what I mean? To me, the main thing is I actually want to offend God. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the that you know, that is the, the that to me is the heart of the kink. Is like I mean, I'm happy if those other people get offended, but to me, <laughs> the key to it is if I'm going to offend someone, let's go all the way to the top. (laughs) (laughs) And there's something really, I don't know, something really hot about that to me. It's, uh, it's, I would imagine it kind of taps into your, uh, dominant side. Like, you know, uh, Mm. my sexuality is the only thing that's important right now. Fuck you. (laughs) right it is is, it's pretty it's (laughs) yeah it's super dominant and it's super i don't know and that's really interesting actually that you say that um because i um when i was uh, a young man like about 13 14 i considered um joining the priesthood (laughs) i know which is crazy right but it's just like the kind of I kind of envision myself as like this kind of intelligent uh, Jesuit priest. The Jesuits are like you know the libertarians of the Catholic Church. They're really just obnoxious people that like talking about how smart they are, and <laughs> <laughs> that was who I wanted to be. And <laughs> um, and but it was just like even though I'm not you know I'm so anti-religion, there's a part of me that likes to just like I don't know likes to rub the nose of that authority and just go, no, you're not more than you're less than, you know, that's, that's, that's got some real juice for me. (laughs) Now, what's the connection between blasphemy and Satanism? Yeah. I mean, I think you could say, uh, you know, Venn diagram, right. Um, you have a big circle of people that use uh, blasphemy and get off on blasphemy and, you know, like to say or do blasphemous things. And then there's a real tiny little circle in that, and that's the Satanists. So the Satanists are all, they're down with blasphemy. They're totally into it. But, you know, I, I just think that a, a, Satanism itself, I think, is widely sort of misunderstood and often, you know, has very little to do with people literally worshiping the devil it's like you know um but yeah so i think there's there's you know there's a little bit of commonality there but you know not that much Mm. yeah so so you know if i'm making porn or if i'm with a sexual partner and we're doing blasphemous things satan doesn't have to be involved but if it turns us on we can involve him (laughs) Yeah, That's no, well, and, and, and just be completely clear, I like it if he's involved. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, I'd like him to be there most of the time. But, <laughs> and but, why uh, is yeah. that? I think because it's the thing that little six-year-old boy was so afraid of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, no, I actually... Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a part of me that is just like, 
hang on a second. This is the official story on this guy is that he's the one person that kind of uh, challenged God when God was doing weird stuff. <laughs> That's kind of mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> you know, the people that Elon Musk is firing now, <laughs> you know, so I'm kind of like, uh, you know, I, I kind of, I'm intrigued by Satan and I, but I, you know, I would, you know, I'm, I'm not like, I don't view Satan as a real person. I think of it more as a principle of like, mm-hmm. um, be skeptical of authority um, and, you know, give authority the finger. Hmm. Now you said, uh, I was talking to you before about um, Satan yeah. and I love the uh, way you say Satan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> It's my favorite. Um, <laughs> you said something that hit me so deeply. Uh, I can't think of the context, but you you said, "Do you know the the thing that I'm saying that I'm remembering?" No. You said, "You Mm-mm. said something about." Um, so we were talking about how because okay, let me back up. I will turn to Nick as kind of a blasphemy Satan, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Consultant. Yes. Um, because I've made a few audios within this vein and, uh, you know, we were just having a discussion and text about, uh, what's so sexy about Satan. And, um, you said, I think, uh, Satanism or even just Satan speaks to our genitals or something. something yes, like that. that's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly How did right. you say it though? I, I no, I think it was that, that Satanism talks directly to the genitals. Mm. It, it, it bypasses our reason. It bypasses our, um, you know, sort of even our emotional scent, uh, self in a lot of ways, Satanism. And this is, you know, this kind of resonates with the imagery of Satan is our reptile brain. You know what I mean? Satanism mm. is kind of like I want to get mine, <laughs> <laughs> and th- there's a part of that. There's a negative side to that. I'm not saying there isn't. There's also a really either way. There's a really sexy side to that, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I find that really odd. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with you know, particularly if I'm engaging in sex, uh, I'm really, um, you know it really works for me to, to kind of invoke that energy. Mm, Yeah. You know, growing up for me, I was always this perfect, good girl. I mean, just perfect. You couldn't be any better, a better daughter. And I, when I started getting older, I started getting attracted to uh, rebelling against that good girl Mm -hmm. and secretly doing these non- good girl things, these bad girl things. And I think that I keep thinking about that when I think about blasphemy, Yeah, because I think about, I think, but I believe what we were talking about when you said, um, Satanism speaks to your genitals. Mm -hmm. Um, because I was telling you, it just, it turns me on so much (laughs) when I've done the little bit of audios that I've done Mm -hmm. where I say things like, you know, hail Satan and, you know, fuck Jesus, you know, yeah. mother Mary's a bitch, you know, like that yeah. is, I don't know what, like I couldn't understand why that was turning me on, but I'm learning mm-hmm. it all boils down to that girl yeah. that I used to be, yep. uh, not being her feels so good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that is um, probably a big thing for a lot of people that enjoy blasphemy kink is rebelling. Yeah. It feels good and sexy to rebel. Right. Exactly. And that's yeah. at the heart of, <clears throat> yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, no one, like, no one gets offended by being called a rebel, but everyone gets offended if they're called a terrorist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and that's, a, that really is the heart of it. It's just like, there's a, there's a, a good, there's a standing, there's a part of standing up to power, which is good and powerful and great. And that I like aligning myself with that 
there's also a part of standing up to power which is kind of self-centered and mean and that also turns me on <laughs> so uh you know it's 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 sort of a can't lose proposition for me with, mm-hmm. with this kind of thing mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you are self-pleasuring yourself to blasphemy porn <laughs> or engaging in blasphemy play with a partner how does it feel for you it just feels the whole thing feels really heightened to me it feels like i'm sort of like messing with the central processing unit of my (laughs) identity (laughs) (laughs) because that stuff you know those weird sort of dogmatic uh catholic things are written so close to the center of my you know memory banks it's so you know it's it's even though i'm over it now intellectually it still has power and so you know when i'm engaged in you know if i'm if i'm you know using you know blasphemy porn online or if i'm engaging in blasphemy porn with somebody it's just it just feels like it feels like risky behavior. Mm-hmm. And you, you know what I'm saying? And risky behavior can be really sexy. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It gives you that extra like throb in your genitals. <laughs> right. It's um, just like, it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> those among us who have made love in a public bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> right there's like some extra juice because it's not supposed to be happening <laughs> yes and i love your i love your juice uh metaphor <laughs> juice. <Yes. laughs> so sexy yay <laughs> um so do you have any really sexy blasphemous examples of play with others <laughs> yeah sure you know i've um um spit on the bible and peed on the bible and had others pee on the bible for me and um have wiped up my uh, semen with the bible and i've <laughs> <laughs> i've put crucifixes places they weren't supposed to be <laughs> yeah it's okay, confess um, your sins, Nick. Yeah, your that's sins. right. That's right. And um, <laughs> it's just, you know, I, I've masturbated, you know, um, myself with like rosary beads around my, around my cock. Um, there's just something so. Again, it's it's just it, it for me. It's it's a real supercharge, um, mm. and it's almost. But again, the stuff. This will sound so cheesy, but I'm going to stick with it. The thing that really turns me on the most about blasphemy stuff is it's not, it's often just something that the person is saying, something just really, you know, really transgressive or, you know, really anti-religion and really just beyond the pale. That is the stuff that really, you know, you know that to me is if if someone you know diddling themselves with a crucifix is at the bottom level it's like you know it's like pizza it's like oh you know i'll take it (laughs) but if someone is doing that and also really you know (laughs) getting in some really serious shots at uh you know um you know your catholic thinking or you know whatever um you know it's you know it it, i can't not respond to it it's it's really Mm -hmm. really that you know, that fundamental to me. I've noticed you Catholics really get into blasphemy. <laughs> I have noticed that. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> I think it, yeah, it's really interesting. I think part of it is sort of built in to Catholicism just because so much of it is based on like shame and guilt and, mm-hmm. you know, going to confession, right? And like, you know, having to like, account for your sins by saying prayers and stuff it's just so like you know the operating principle before you even start as a catholic is oh yeah no you're not perfect you're you know there's this thing called original sin that means you're already just 
super sinful and mm-hmm. you just have to always be <laughs> looking out mm-hmm. for that <laughs> it's like god you know so i think it's just a lot of people who are just like yeah you know miss me with that <laughs> yeah yeah i'm trying to think how because you know i was raised uh first baptist and a methodist so i'm trying to think of um i just remember us or the preacher saying you know we're all sinners you're going to sin Mm -hmm. as long as you ask for forgiveness Mm -hmm. you know within your heart (laughs) so it's yeah which that makes no sense it feels like a get out of jail free card (laughs) exactly exactly oh so i can go murder that guy but it's cool i'm in the the ambulance on the way to the emergency (laughs) room better get in my prayer (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's silly. It's really it's silly. I know, but it's just like a lot of <laughs> a lot of people that believe silly things. They can be very scary and dangerous. Mm. Yes. Uh, so. Now I brought I brought this one to the pod because I thought it was so good. I had never seen this before. Uh, I was just reading when I was finding that definition. Mm-hmm. Um, it was giving examples of some blasphemy, kink, and uh, they gave the example of, uh, in place of, well, first of all, what's it called when you take, uh, oh, communion. Is that what it's called when you take mm-hmm. the wafer and the okay. yep. So <clears throat> this one was, instead of the wafer, you take a phallic object mm-hmm. in, in your mouth mm-hmm. and then you wash it down with semen or piss. Mm. And I was like, okay. God, that's hot. Like if you mate. <laughs> If you made that into like a ritualistic like moment with someone, mm-hmm. wow, <laughs> yeah, that, that's hot. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, <laughs> no, no problem with any of this. <laughs> Count me in. <laughs> so, blasphemy porn. Mm-hmm. Do you? You said you definitely watch women masturbate with crucifixes any other kind of blasphemy porn you're uh drawn to yeah i like i'm a i'm a sucker for desecration <laughs> which is <laughs> um sometimes this is really messed up but i it, i'm still a sucker for it um like some sort of porn performers will break into an actual church and like fuck on the altar and mm. which you know according to church teachings as at least catholic church teachers that sort of takes away the special uh force field that god puts over churches and makes them <laughs> everywhere else <laughs> like if, when that happens people get in trouble the church has to send a special guy to re-consecrate the church to make sure all the evil blasphemy energy is like taken away <laughs> are you serious i'm dead serious wow isn't that crazy yeah there's an actual person that's their job (laughs) so basically this guy is into sex smells and juices and (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) he's like yep it happened here i can smell it (laughs) well i just think it's like there's a really famous uh, case that happened um a couple years ago i know all the facts because i've masturbated to them several times um this uh (laughs) porn star um and uh her associate um somehow seduced an actual priest in new orleans and he opened up the they flew down to new orleans with a camera and then filmed themselves fucking a priest on his own altar that's hot it's super hot but i guess like mrs winthrop the freaking church helper was like going past and looked in the window oh god (laughs) and so they all got arrested (laughs) for i don't know like you know it's like a weird public indecency thing and so then that part of the church swung in they're like oh you know we're so sorry obviously you know the father whatever his name is he's no longer a priest and we're sending a special person out to reconsecrate um the parish church to make sure that everyone can feel okay after this (laughs) evil was done to us And, and like the porn star is just freaking loving it. She's just like, woohoo, 
you know yeah <laughs> you know yeah it's, it's, it's all advertising for her so. yeah <laughs> yeah i like that kind of stuff and you know sometimes people will <laughs> i don't know um you know i do like it when people mess with the heavenly host which is the little wafer um that is there's something especially because in, in catholic sort of dogma often you can just kind of you don't have to be handed it you can just stand there with your eyes closed and your tongue open um and get it and there's something always been something very sexual to that Mm-hmm. Um, so stuff that plays with that, I'm always always up for that. <laughs> and where do you find this type of porn? Uh, I don't, look, you, it's pretty. Um, <laughs> I don't, there's this thing called the internet, and <laughs> <laughs> if one were so in, uh, inclined, one could type in blasphemy porn, and I guarantee you, several thousand. <laughs> <laughs> potential avenues of exploration will become apparent. Any of the tube sites like of the best though? Oh, that's interesting. Um I don't know. I, you know, I have spent um there's some there's some really good sort of, you know, for those wanting to learn and explore, um, there's a lot of the fun stuff would be on like Pornhub or um X videos or the stuff you'd expect. Um but then you kind of have to hunt for the more sort of intriguing stuff. Like here's something really interesting, which is um, some of the best stuff, the best blasphemy stuff comes out of Italy, right? Which is like the ultimate Catholic nation. And Mm. there are porn stars out of Italy that are just doing things that are so fucked up (laughs) um, that I find just like miles ahead of anything being made in, um, in the U.S. when it comes to blasphemy porn, so yeah. Does the so if someone is to you know play within this kink or watch this type of porn, does it mean that you hate Christians or Christianity? No, I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it could do. I guess there are probably there might be people who you know, who are like genuinely like antagonistic toward Christians. I'm really not. I mean, my family are still very Christian people and they're very loving and I love them. And so it, it's not, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to like, um, you know, to engage in this behavior, but I don't want, you know, I'm not like, you know, we must take all the Christians and round them up into camps. <laughs> <laughs> and come on them. Yeah, it's like, it's like, now God now, baby. Um, <laughs> release the goats. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I, I yeah, I, yeah, I, I, the reality is, if I'm completely honest, um, I, and I try to be, uh, you know, I probably feel a little bit, I don't know, superior, I think, to people that believe stuff that I think is silly. But then, you know, if you scratch deep enough, everyone believes in something that's silly. So, you know, as long as they're not telling me what I can't do, um, <clears throat> that's fine. And if they do tell me what I can't do, well, even more fine because it becomes more of a turn off. <laughs> so if so if i were to say uh nick you cannot yes tear that bible page out right. and wipe your nasty ejaculate with it right, you it's cannot always, right it's just not, i won't stand for it i tell you um and that's, <laughs> that's exactly it it's like okay well <laughs> guess this is happening um <laughs> I I feel like I could picture you saying, "Do you want the Bible verse it was on?" (laughs) Right, right. Page exactly, exactly. (laughs) But come on now, Um, (laughs) yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's you know, it's tricky, and I don't know. I I I like um, it is fun to be outrageous, and it is fun to be you know to be transgressive. Um, mm-hmm. But in general, 
I don't want, my honest opinion is I don't want to make anyone suffer. Um, <laughs> you know, but I, but <laughs> I am also not going to amend my behavior so they don't. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah, well, um, and it, it all boils, like what you do in your home is, yeah. you know, what I do in my home is none of your business and vice versa, you know? Yes. So if I want to, you know, uh, do weird shit with the Bible, then no one so, needs to know about that. That's right. <laughs> Between us, the Bible, and God. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. He's always watching. Right. We're going to, well, I love that we're going to hell after this. <laughs> my my genitals are throbbing at the at the idea. Um, do you, dear Catholic boy, do you ever feel guilty about your blasphemy? Yeah, well, the the actual answer is yes. Um, and I think it's what we were saying. There's that little six year old kid under the covers. Is still inside me. You know what I mean? And and in a way, I think he'll always be there. Um, mm-hmm. it doesn't he's not in charge. That's part of the fun too. But that there's always, you know, you know, there's there's a part of me that's it's still, it's just it'll be like, whew, all right. You know, it really feels like I'm engaging in like playing with lighter fluid. You know what I mean? It's just like, mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it does feel, it feels, it, oh, the guilt is somehow connected to the risk for me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it comes down to sometimes uh, with kink is what gives you those dopamine rushes, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if you have this Catholic upbringing, then. Yeah, that's going to bring a lot of dopamine. Yes, when you're engaging in blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I think too, it's interesting. The more I've kind of leaned in to accepting my kinks and accepting my, you know, the the real, you know, some of the weirder things I'm into, the more I do that, the more different facets I have to what about them is a turn on and they become more of a almost like a more of a gift actually you know what I mean they like literally that really enhances my enjoyment of sex Mm. love that yes well Nick I you know would like to prescribe you uh, 500 Hail Marys (laughs) whatever else you call that Catholic stuff. <laughs> right, I'll, I will video, t- I will uh, make a video for myself doing them while in, uh, you know, you know, while I have a rosary wrapped around my genitals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this has been great. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for listening to my episode with Nick on Blasphemy Kink. I really hope you enjoyed it. Are you enjoying the Slut Next Door overall? Follow me on Twitter at slut underscore next underscore door. And let me know. I love hearing from you guys. Or come over to my Patreon and help support this project because I simply love podcasting. I don't want to stop doing this. All right. Until next week. Bye-bye.